Day one of training camp is in the books for the Jags. Brian John, how would you guys describe Calvin Ridley in one word? Groovy, like this song. Hopeful. Welcome into Jags AM here. It's July 27th. We had the first day of training camp yesterday. Today is day two, and it's just nice for football to be back. I'm going to speak for both of you when I say that. Oh, no. Go right ahead. I want to just keep grooving with the song. This is peppy. I like it. Jags AM. We got tons of surprises for you guys coming. Yeah, I thought it was Creighton's Clearwater Revival at first. The first couple of notes of the first song, but yeah. I'm ready. Let's go. Very well. All right, let's start with one of our big things from yesterday. Doug came out and spoke to us in the morning at about 8 a.m., and he was just saying he's excited to be here. He's excited to get training camp going and for it to feel normal after his first year here and now to have the new facility. He felt like it was really back to the way he expected training camp to be. Let's hear from him. We were at Episcopal, and we appreciate everything they did for us. We were on buses, you know, transporting back and forth. So we kind of became a little closer group for a couple of weeks as we did that. You know, uh, now the excitement, enthusiasm of, of uh, you know, a, a brand new building and, and um, you know, two great fields and having fans back, you know, at practice, which we'll have today. And those are all the, the excitable things that, that we, we look forward to. Now, I wasn't here last year, you guys, but what was it like trying to go to Episcopal and come back? I know, obviously, COVID affected the year before that. So was it a little bit different for you guys trying to deal with that? Yeah, it, it, <laughs> You had a new coach. You had a new place for training camp. You were trying to just kind of figure out a rhythm to the day. And and in this building now, that's the great thing. The players, John, will get into their rhythm. They'll come in. They'll get dressed. They'll go to the field. They'll go have breakfast. They'll come back to the meeting rooms. You know, they'll just it'll just be easy. Last year was hard. Well, it's got to be the easiest in terms of that. It's it's the least things they have to think about. It it's the most efficient, even in the old like. The locker room has always been in the middle of the stadium next to the field, and they've had to walk for, you know, three or four minutes, which, you know, doesn't kill anybody. But here it's much quicker. It's much more efficient. It was designed for this. It's an NFL training center. And uh, as Doug alluded to, they just don't have to think about that sort of thing. That's big. That's around football, and that's what it's supposed to be. I think efficient is a good way to describe it. I think in the olden days, maybe they would send you out to colleges or like kind of put them in a dorm to make it a little more of an experience, right? But now it's kind of like we have this facility, let's go to work and let's, you know, get down to the nitty gritty of it. At least from my perspective, do you feel, you yeah. feel, feel similar? Well, and just to go back to easy, um, you have to race back from Episcopal. You know, they would have meetings or weight sessions or recovery, or we would try to get to press conferences and things that were going on. Everybody just was going everywhere. And right now, it's just about going through the, the process, going through the schedule of the day. Very well. I, have, I have an issue with olden days since they were also no, my days. No, <laughs> We would never say that. But, well, it, it's, uh, it, it, in the olden days, which uh, days to when Brian and I first started covering the NFL. Back when they practiced twice a day in full You pads. did go to So it was the olden days. Because they hadn't designed camps and they hadn't designed team facilities to have stands like they do now so they would go to colleges partially to get away but then fans could come and it could be an event Mm -hmm. now they have realized what this is so they bring the event to the team 
we heard from Trevor for the first time in training camp yesterday, and he got to sign autographs with some of the fans, and he was just talking about, you know, the new environment as well. Obviously, that was the story of the day for everybody and just what it feels like, what the vibes are, and how much he enjoys it. Of course, it's a new year, and we have to, we have to go prove ourselves. Um, but just the confidence and the energy that we have, based off of what we've done and the amount of work we've put in together over the past, I guess, year and a half now with some of these guys, uh, you, you feel that confidence and that energy for sure. Obviously, we've been talking about the offense for, for months at this point, but I, they must feel it as well. I mean, you get out there and you just watch that group as a whole operate, and it's just it looks like a machine already. Well, I know we're going to talk about Calvin Ridley. So let me just talk about a couple of the other guys. Sure. I was standing up on the deck, which is a nice feature of, of this facility, and looking down and watching the receivers do the ladder drill. <laughs> They're ridiculously talented. Guys like Parker Washington, uh, just blazing fast feet. Um, I, I thought, okay, now how do, you, how do you mix Parker Washington into this equation? Because how are you going to give the ball to Evan Ingram, Zay Jones, uh, Christian Kirk and Calvin Ridley enough, right? And how do you mix this guy in? There, it's it, it's an abundance of options, and and now you mix in Doug Peterson, John, and and Mike McCoy and Press Taylor, and they got a lot of drawing to do. Well, I think it's significant that you don't necessarily have to be rushed to find a role for Parker Washington. That you're deep in that way, and it's about time around here that you could have rookies really have a year to develop and then maybe in week three you find a wrinkle for him and all of a sudden he starts uh, sort of finding his role rather than starting as a fourth round draft pick which has happened around here at wide receiver when guys weren't ready um i think the best way to describe the offense yesterday you always go with the caveat you can't tell much on the first day of practice but they looked efficient as press taylor said this morning it's so much faster, and there's so much more confidence. And when Trevor's dropping back, he doesn't look at this stage of practice like he's thinking. It looks like it's very quick. Uh, and that's all you can judge on is how much better it looks than it did time last year. You would expect yesterday to look incredibly efficient offensively with him looking spectacular because it's supposed to, and it did. And I think best-case scenario, Trevor will end up running the practice, at least from the offensive perspective going forward. And from what we've seen so far, I think at some point this season that's definitely good is what is going to happen. Our last big thing of the day is the fans, of course, because the fans were out here in force. They've got several practices they can come to this year. They got new stands that are in the shade and it's comfortable environment for them. And the players themselves are very much happy that the fans are able to hear, to be here and enjoy it as well. I mean, the best facility in the NFL, the best fans in the NFL. Uh, it's cool to have, to be able to share that with the city and to have fans here. I mean, we're going to have people here pretty much every day. So we're putting it to good use. And um, I know everybody's excited, just like the fans are talking about. We met a few of them. They're pumped for this year. We are too. And just there's a lot of energy. And we're, we're just trying to channel it all the right way and really take advantage of our opportunity. And um, it's exciting. And this is, a, this is an awesome place. Great day for fans yesterday. I would say it was borderline pleasant out in the morning in the shade. Mm -hmm. I would say very enjoyable, at least from my perspective. Uh, obviously, it was not practicing on the field, so I don't <laughs> well, know how they were let's feeling. Let's be honest, that. right? If, yeah. it, if it's good for you, it's good for you. Uh, you didn't have to search for shade. Uh, there were times where you'd find a little corner where there was some shade and you could get out of the sun here. Uh, and yesterday, there was abundant shade for everyone. Uh, which makes it a real pleasant experience. And I was just over to a reception with new season ticket holders, and they're as excited to be here, as you can imagine, as it sounded like Doug and Trevor were to have them here. Well, as I said on Tuesday, 
it's it's supposed to be fun for fans. I don't know that it has to be fun for media and us, but but if it, it is, it is. It's not supposed to be torture. And there were times uh, standing on that field for years and years and years where uh, the sweat's in your eyes, it's miserable, wow, 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 you get to watch practice, I get it. But it, it's much better now, and for people who are concerned about my well-being, I was very happy yesterday. And so, I know you are. Kind of. I was so happy for it. Yes, I was a little concerned about my, you know, go, coming from the north to here, I wasn't sure if I was going to be passing out or in an ice tub or whatnot, but this new facility really came through for me yesterday. Hey, you know what? It sounds like everybody's happy all the way around. So a job well done to everybody responsible for this facility. Very well. All right. We're going to talk more about Calvin Ridley and the amazingness that he is and a little bit more about this offense coming up. So stay with us. Hello, I'm Dan Fields, and we have some great news. Fields has the vehicle you want in stock, priced right, and ready for delivery. Fields Auto Group is Jacksonville's luxury automotive destination for Cadillac, Jaguar, Land Rover, Lexus, Mercedes-Benz, and Porsche. Inventory is back and available for immediate delivery. And every Fields customer can take advantage of our Fields Amenities Program with complimentary loaners, car washes, and our cafes. You deserve the best. Stop by today or go to FieldsAuto.com. Your hometown gate now has more ways to save. Introducing MyGate Rewards, a new loyalty program with member-exclusive savings and fuel discounts. Earn points on in-store purchases, take advantage of special offers, and save on products you love. Score free coffee, fountain drinks, pizza, and soft serve with Gate's frequent shopper clubs. Then use your points on savings at the pump. Download the MyGate Rewards app in the App Store today or ask a store associate for more information. Go from good to gate. Jaguars fans, you have the opportunity to win a VIP experience at a Jaguars training camp practice, courtesy of Goodwill Industries of North Florida, as part of their Pass It On for Goodwill donation program. To learn more, visit goodwilljacks.org or go to the Goodwill Jacksonville locations at 11160 Beach Boulevard or 9910 San Jose Boulevard for more information. That's goodwilljacks.org. All of your donations are invested back into education and employment opportunities for hundreds of individuals. Welcome back to Jags AM presented by Fields Auto Group. Fields Auto Group Jacksonville. Step up to luxury. Fieldsauto.com. Did you pick this music? I did not, but I'm feeling the vibe, especially for the AM. It is good. We love a good vibe. Now, let's talk a little bit about the offense. That was the star of the day yesterday. I think just athletically watching Calvin Ridley was hard for me to describe. I've, I mean... John, you've covered some some elite offense, some elite offensive receivers. Mm-hmm. Athletically, just drill-wise, have you seen anyone quite like Calvin Ridley? Yeah, I mean... Uh, Obviously, uh, you have, so uh, Jimmy Smith, I think, uh, you know, it, Calvin Ridley was spectacular yesterday. And as I said at the top, the hope is that he gives you so much hope for this offense for the future. But I covered Jimmy Smith and Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne, all of whom I think are Hall of Fame-level receivers. Yep. So they look like that. Yeah. And but I will say that Calvin probably compares to Marvin a little bit in terms of just the a quickness where you would watch practices and he just couldn't be covered. And Jimmy had that too, but Jimmy was so physical. Jimmy was a different you know, type and, of receiver, obviously. And I gotta honestly I would put Justin Blackman in that category. There were practices in, in the brief time he was here where you walked off the practice field after Justin Blackman played and you were like Man, well, that was the feeling yesterday, Brian. You walked off that field, and you knew, you know, 
I get that it's the first practice, but it it meshed with what you heard about this guy and the thought that he can be a top five receiver. That's what it looks like. With all due respect to every receiver that's played here, uh, Jimmy Smith was number one, is number one. Uh, that's the best receiver I've seen since Jimmy Smith was running. I mean, and Christian Kirk was spectacular last year, and Zay Jones had big moments. But when you see a guy move like that, when you see how the defenders adjust to him, right, you realize right away that every defensive coordinator is going to be, how do we take Calvin Ridley out of the equation here, right? He is a game changer in that sense because if Evan Ingram opens up the middle of the field for guys, this guy opens up the deep third for guys. I mean, he, there will be so much coverage rolling his way mm -hmm. that the other guys should find places where they can get theirs. I just, I was, I watched him almost the whole practice and it was entertaining from the first moment to the last. He's special. My big, my, I'm sorry, Kai, my big moment yesterday was, uh, I was talking to Josh Allen after practice and he had been talking seven, eight minutes. And then I said, hey, I know you weren't covering him, but he, he goes, Ridley, he's a dog. And he said, that's who you're going to ask about, right? Like, so volunteered it. Well, yes. and players know when another player is special or a dog or, you know, that's kind of kid's term, kind yeah. of dog. Um, they know. And Josh Allen knew. And every player on that field yesterday knows this guy is special. He looked like the best player on the field yesterday. I'm not going to say he's the best player on the team because you hope Trevor Lawrence is. But Ridley might be. Look like a race car. I mean, like that Lamborghini that you see every once in a while that turns your head uh, in a field full of really nice cars. He raced by everyone yesterday. It's we. I think we talked about this a little bit yesterday. You watch him do a drill, and you're like, by the eye test, that looks ridiculous. It's fast, right? And then someone else goes, and you're like, oh, that really was. Mm -hmm. so. And they're, these are top-level NFL athletes going next, but compared to what he's doing. I'll go back to it. If you, if you get a chance today, watch the ladder drill where the receivers put a foot in and a foot out of the ladder as they kind of crisscross their way over eight feet. Um, Parker Washington was really impressive. No one even came close to Ridley's feet and the speed with which he moves his feet and, and the way that he turns his hips when he explodes and changes direction there were a couple of times yesterday with the, the suddenness of it caught me off guard mm -hmm. and I know that Tyson Campbell or whoever was lined up against him felt the exact same way like did he just do that mm -hmm. I mean we're making him out to sound like a hall of famer I mean, maybe he is he'll he'll earn that but his talent is undeniable and eye-popping at times and I can't wait to see what he does on the field and how Press Taylor and Mike McCoy and Doug Peterson use him. We talked, obviously, what Calvin will be able to do. He'll garner a lot of coverage no matter what just because of his athletic ability. Do you guys have a name on the offense that you think might really benefit from having Calvin, even if it's just the coverage goes that way or helps open them up and elsewhere on the field? Trevor. I mean, yeah, <laughs> That's I mean, a good one. I, That's a really good one. Well, uh, I think uh, Christian Kirk, I mean, it, it, it's so hard, and I'm not trying to avoid the question. No, it's okay. Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram, and Zay Jones. All of them. Will benefit tremendously because you can't double them now. You have to, it, and when I was in Indy, I asked Tony Dungy once what Marvin Harrison meant to the offense and what he meant, and you're talking about one of the best 20 receivers probably ever to play the game in yeah. Marvin. And he said, with Marvin, we know what the defense has to do to cover him or they will lose the game. 
and that enabled Peyton to look to know from coming to the line how they were playing Marvin, and then he knew where else to go with the ball or to go to Marvin. Ridley looks like that same sort of element where Trevor will come to the line. If you're not covering Ridley, you go to Ridley. If you're if you're doubling him, you will know what else the defense is doing. It will help Trevor's ability to read the defense tremendously. Since you took all the receivers, I'll give you ETN because I okay. think they'll use him in the passing game. He's a weapon in the passing game. And when you talk about Ridley taking the double or taking it down the field and Engram and Kirk doing things in the middle or the short zones, I just think it's going to be tough for a linebacker to be able to cover him because he's going to get a linebacker and maybe a middle linebacker that he doesn't want, right, or that the linebacker doesn't want to cover ETN out of the backfield. I think ETN is going to be a major recipient of Calvin Ridley's presence. Tons of possibilities. Very exciting. We're going to look to see that a little bit more in training camp and once the season begins. Stay with us. Coming up, we're going to go around the league and talk about some of the national stories. Hello, I'm Dan Fields, and we have some great news. Fields has a vehicle you want in stock, priced right, and ready for delivery. Fields Auto Group is Jacksonville's luxury automotive destination for Cadillac, Jaguar, Land Rover, Lexus, Mercedes-Benz, and Porsche. Inventory is back and available for immediate delivery. And every Fields customer can take advantage of our Fields Amenities Program with complimentary loaners, car washes, and our cafes. You deserve the best. Stop by today or go to FieldsAuto.com. Hey, Jags Nation. It's Andre Sisco, safety of your Jacksonville Jaguars, here to talk to you about Lou Ray Peanut Company. Lou Ray is bringing something to the market that has never been done before, microwavable boiled peanuts. Whether you like salty or a peppery Cajun kick, they've got you covered. Now, thanks to them, y'all can enjoy boiled peanuts at the bank while you watch me and the rest of the team tear it up on the field. Can't make the game? No sweat. Find a bag at a store nearest to you by heading to lourayepeanut.com slash find us. Go nuts, go Jags, and as always, do all. Your hometown gate now has more ways to save. Introducing MyGate Rewards, a new loyalty program with member-exclusive savings and fuel discounts. Earn points on in-store purchases, take advantage of special offers, and save on products you love. Score free coffee, fountain drinks, pizza, and soft serve with Gates Frequent Shopper Clubs. Then use your points on savings at the pump. Download the MyGate Rewards app in the App Store today or ask a store associate for more information. Go from good to gate. Time for us to go around the league, talk about what other people are talking about and some things that affect the Jaguars. We're going to talk about Trevor Lawrence. He's always getting disrespected on these lists. The latest version is the top 100 NFL players voted on by the players. And he's number 96. What was your immediate thought when you saw that, John? Didn't care. I mean, I, and I say that Unfazed. because, well, I, I, I've done these lists enough to know what these lists are. Uh, I guess it speaks a little bit to the perception. It speaks a little bit to the fact that he did it for eight games last year. I think he'll be much, much higher on next year's list. Uh, does he use his motivation? Maybe. It, is he too low? I would say yes. Uh, I'm not a big list guy. Um, I, yeah, I could care less for the most part, right? I'm, I'm not the guy that gets caught up in the, in the controversies about things like songs or lists. I will say this. I, Justin Fields is in front of him. Well, that's absurd. Uh, are you kidding? And then did you see that Ladini Tomlinson, you know, was saying that, that, well, obviously Fields is a better quarterback. He can run like that kid can't, right? Like Trevor can't. 
and he can throw right there with Trevor. Well, not with accuracy. Right. He can't. Come on. That was that was the part where I went. Yes. All right, I'm going to weigh in on this. And I think some you of that comes have something with something to say. Yeah. Right. You got to have a hot take, and then I, some of that comes with people not watching Trevor a lot, uh, other than you know late in the season maybe. Okay, so just randomly, where would you put Trevor? Uh, you know, uh, I would say he's got to be top fifty, but I, I haven't spent a whole lot of time looking at everybody else and thinking what it should be over. But I would say he's one of the top ten quarterbacks right now, yeah. or 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 I agree. close. And if you're one of the top ten quarterbacks, you got me in the top fifty. And, yeah. and you know, look, homerism aside, I, he's certainly better than Justin Fields. Yeah, one hundred percent. By the way, Tua Tagovailoa—I'll never pronounce it Tua. Tagovailoa, uh, right? Did I say it right? Uh, Tua was four spots in front of Fields. Well, he I would play say, last year. No, but he at least has a little bit of a body of work, and I could get into a conversation about that. Okay. Uh, it'd be harder to get into a conversation about that, but, but I'm not a big running quarterbacks guy, so Neither maybe he's just a spectacular runner and uh, good for him. But I would, I would definitely – after seeing what I saw of Trevor at the end of last season, I, I, I feel confident that he's one of the top 50. I think this is another thing to just keep in mind, and then next year we'll see exactly where Trevor ends up once they've seen what he's able to do. Yes. Um, elsewhere around the league, Justin Herbert got paid. He got a five-year extension, $262.5 million. Looking ahead, we know Trevor's going to get some eye-popping numbers, but we asked Trevor if he saw that, and he told us about it after training camp. Well, he told us a little bit yesterday, but just, oh, yeah, I noticed it. He didn't really want to give full credit to it, right? He was like, yeah, I saw that. I keep up on things. But you know he's watching these checks come in, and he's like, what am I going to get out of this? Yeah, so between between Herbert and Trevor getting his is Joe Burrow, who's played in a Super Bowl, right? So Burrow is going to bump that up a little bit. has to be three for Joe Burrow, right? Well, I mean, yeah, and then then just by nature of of money and the league – Trevor's going to bump up that. So 54 and a half, 55 million mm-hmm. at whatever point, you know, it's, it's coming. And if I'm Trevor, I'm like, yeah, 54, 55. Yeah, I'll take it. I'm not going to worry too much about it. Well, he also has outside endorsements and he, he's fine. I'm not, I'm worried about a lot of things. Trevor financially, I'm, you know, <laughs> not a concern. I'll put that aside. Uh, I thought his answer was fine yesterday. He, he clearly knows about it, but the fact that Herbert signed, it, I'm sure it's cool to see the number, but it's not going to change his dynamic of what he's going to get paid next offseason. Uh, but do you sort of look at it and go, all right, Jags? Uh, I can I just like tell it. you, if it was me, my wife would be looking at it. She'd be like, do you see what he got? you got to keep an eye on it. Well, somebody's looking out. It's the, the next person is always the highest paid person. So whenever we get to Trevor, he'll knows. be the highest paid. Remember when Steve Young became the first million-dollar football player? Yes, I do. For the USFL Express. In the right. olden days. The olden My days, days, according to Kai. So. High school days for you. That's right. They were the golden days for yeah. you, I'm sure. Did you know that Steve Young was the first million-dollar quarterback? I did and it not was controversial, that. a quarterback getting a million dollars a year. And how mad is he now looking at these USFL. deals? Well, ask any player. Ask Tony Baselli. Ask Fred Taylor. Yeah. What would you be worth today? And they just smile and walk away from you. Exactly. They don't want to get into it. If that. I have to answer that I question, don't you don't know how good I was. All right, and our last thing from around the league is two familiar faces uh, to Jacksonville, Mac Jones and Calais Campbell. Calais Campbell in Atlanta now, and they were talking to him a little bit about um, 
Patrick Mahomes, you know, uh, playing nice with the linemen so he doesn't get hit as hard. And so then they asked him who was the person that uh, talks the most trash to him, and this is what he had to say. Phil Rivers used to be a good uh, trash talker and stuff, but he was never, like, disrespectful. You know, uh, Mac Jones, actually, uh, he, he was kind of disrespectful. I'm like, hold on, man. <laughs> but, you know. Uh, Does he get an extra 5% then? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I'm trying to take, you know, I'm trying to hit him with them reason all the time. So, you know, the maximum is always there. I don't know if it's ever smart to talk trash to the linemen because they're coming at you hard either way. I think the Patrick Mahomes approach is probably the smart way to go about this. Uh, Mac Jones is a Bulls kid. I, I was just get, about to it, say that. My kids you know, are Bishop Kenny. I'll, uh, I'll tweak Mac Jones a little bit. Of course yeah. he's a trash talk. <laughs> he went to Bulls. Very fitting. I was going right. to do that first. <laughs> I love it. All right. We'll, have, uh, we'll come back in a little bit and preview what we got for the rest of the week. Stay with us through that. Hello, I'm Dan Fields, and we have some great news. Fields has the vehicle you want, in stock, priced right, and ready for delivery. Fields Auto Group is Jacksonville's luxury automotive destination for Cadillac, Jaguar, Land Rover, Lexus, Mercedes-Benz, and Porsche. Inventory is back and available for immediate delivery. And every Fields customer can take advantage of our Fields Amenities Program with complimentary loaners, car washes, and our cafes. You deserve the best. Stop by today or go to fieldsauto.com. Jaguars fans, you have the opportunity to win a VIP experience at a Jaguars training camp practice, courtesy of Goodwill Industries of North Florida as part of their Pass It On for Goodwill donation program. To learn more, visit goodwilljacks.org or go to the Goodwill Jacksonville locations at 11160 Beach Boulevard or 9910 San Jose Boulevard for more information. That's goodwilljacks.org. All of your donations are invested back into education and employment opportunities for hundreds of individuals. Suddeth is on the 20, the 10. Yes, another successful move to a new home. I tell you folks, I've never seen a team more prepared than the Suddeth crew. With a dominating lead in training, trust, and efficiency, it's no wonder why Suddeth is the official moving company of the Jacksonville Jaguar. For the past 100 years, Suddeth has provided local, long-distance, and international moving services in Jacks. While the Jags are moving the chains on game day, Suddeth is helping you on moving day. Visit Suddeth.com slash Jags for a guaranteed quote. Jags fans, if you want customized Jaguars furniture for your home, you can check out ZipChair.com to browse all customizable options. ZipChair is furniture for fans. All right, we got one day of training camp down. We're about to head out there right now. Evan Ingram will be speaking after practice today. What else are you guys looking forward to, or what do you look for in the early days of training camp? Uh, I'll probably focus on Evan a little bit. I mean, he, he's he's uh, back. Uh, he's got to be in a settled place. Uh, so that'll probably be my focus today. I'm going with some of the rookies. Uh, I'm going to start a series with John on the uh, on the website, uh, getting to know some of the rookie players. So my hope is to talk to Anton Harrison today, the uh, first-round pick, about settling into camp as the starter on the right side in two weeks until his first NFL action. Good stuff. We'll look forward to that. As always, we will check in with you next week on Jags AM here in the Hyundai Studios. We appreciate you for joining us, and we'll see you next week.